Yo, what's happening? The CTN presents the Bald in Life podcast, and this is CTN. Coach G. What's yeah, up? This your boy, D Real D Bell. What's up? This your boy, Nick Pony. Gang, gang. Hey, this your boy, Kate Moss. We out here. Go time. Decommish, decommish. What's happening, fellas? Amen, baby. Another beautiful week. Crazy, another day, another day man. <laughs> 2021 getting started off right. With a bang. Right. Yes, sir. Everybody, <laughs> we are be, we'll be recording live from the Capitol. <laughs> we are out there right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> what, steps, why they baby. putting up barricades right now? Hey, man. It's crazy. Like, crazy what transpired yesterday, man. This is America. Privilege at its finest, my man. I mean, I real quick, like, like I know we know how everybody feels about it, but like briefly, like how y'all feel about it? like, like a, a few words. How y'all feel about what happened? Uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Just that's the easiest way to say it. I'm not surprised by what happened. And I'm not surprised by the lack of action taken towards the people. I'm not surprised by the lack of action taken towards the thugs, the mobbers, the rioters and looters. I'm not, I'm not surprised about the lack of action taken towards them. So I'll leave it at that. That's my point. Um, my end, man, I say a couple things. Uh, just it's interesting, you know, and then just also thinking outside the box, man, it's good. Also, be the beginning. That could have been a test, a dry run. True, you know, to see what the response would be, to see what the the you know response from the government would be on the Capitol. So, you know, I was talking to uh, Tiff. You know, and she made a point. You know, she was just like, imagine if you know it's a bigger plan, it's a deeper plan. You remember? Because, like they said, the lady in I think Minnesota, when they originally planned on kidnapping her, they were supposed to hit hit another spot at the same time, hit another spot too. So, right. It's, it's interesting to see, you know, what privilege can do. You know, if you really break it down, you really think at it. It's just privilege at its fine. It's people throwing a temper tantrum because they ain't getting what they want. Pretty much. And he's still lost. Still lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you, Coach? Yeah. Nah, no comment. There you go. <laughs> I'm good. I like it. I like it. I mean... You know, I res- I respect it. You know, you could be in a situation where you know there's other things you got to consider. Me myself personally, you know, I just privilege, bro. That's how I just look at it. It's just privilege at its finest. Um, and I would like for those others that were not necessarily a part of the the action the actual right this that and third but the actual bystanders that still supported that like give me a real reason what you're supporting like as as you said nick like you guys are throwing a, a fit because basically democracy played out the way it was supposed to and you can't get your way like come on man but that's enough of that. 
<laughs> we don't need to touch on that too long. Yeah, let's get into right. it, man. This is the Ball in Life podcast. We talk about sports and life. So um, let's let's start with the ball. Let's let's ball out for a second. Um, we want to start with the um college football report, man. Any news coming out of the top three programs in Florida? Are are they still? The top three programs in the state of Florida, talking about UM, University two, of Florida, two of them Florida are. State. <laughs> two of them are. I know, <laughs> I know, I know UCF kind of like start taking over there, and uh, but I think they took some steps back this year. Uh, they took some steps some. back. Uh, uh, yeah. Shout out to but, but historically, yeah. that's the historically. Yeah, historically, yes, definitely. Historically, so, definitely. UCF got like UCF for the last two years as well. Right, right. So, so those who are listening, man, I mean, if you're a fan of any of these programs, we are. We're fans of Florida State, UF, and UM. Um, if you want to stay plugged in, what's going on, man? Just just check us out. This is a college football report. So coming out of Coral Gables. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when you're introducing my He's like, don't worry about it. I take I know what you're talking about. Okay. I know what you're talking about. So I'll just I'll just take it from there. Um that's a lot of movement down there in Miami right now, man. Coaches moving, players in the transfer portal. So you got at the top of the list from a coaching standpoint. The safety coach, uh, Coach Banda, is out. He's on the way. He wasn't fired. He just took another job. Um, Utah State, Salt Lake City. He's going to be taking a few of the staff members with him, too, which <sighs> has me up in arms right now. I, I need to see what Manny Diaz is going to do. But um, reports are um, DeMar- Demarcus Van Dyke. Uh, Mike Zuckerman, um, they're going to be going. Uh, I don't know what role they're going to play there, but um, they were very impactful in what they did at Miami. Um, More specifically, Demarcus Van Dyke with pairing pairing him up with Cooney and just, you know, having them be the – leads when it comes to the recruiting um outside of uh coaches on the field so manny's gonna have to get creative um he he basically is gonna part ways with coach rump i can't necessarily say i'm not mad about that outside of the sentimental value of just rump being hurricane a south florida guy um playing for the niners you know i got some ties there just because i support them when I watch football a little bit, but I think, you know, I honestly with Rump, there's just been a lot that's been left to be desired from a coach's standpoint. So um, I'm not necessarily mad at that. Um, cornerbacks have struggled. Um, even with Coach Banda, you know, as, as good as a recruiter he's as he's been for Miami, there's been, in my opinion, some meat left on a bone with some of the safeties we've had. Um, especially Gervin Hall, um, Amari Carter, those were big time 
they weren't five stars, but you know, they were very sought after um their senior years, especially Gervin. That was a whole saving flying the, you know, West Palm and trying to land a chopper and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So we had some players that I that I felt like were still underdeveloped. Um so I'm I'm looking to see what Mandy gonna do. Um obviously defensive line, Coach Stroud, health issues. Um he had some health issues before. But I think he was able to kind of tough it out with the COVID, which he probably should have probably putting himself at risk. So now that, you know, he's been able to step back, he's probably going to be um, I think the reports are that they're going to be using him in a off field position um, just to kind of keep him away out of the traffic until they figure out until this whole COVID thing dies down. So. Naturally, I mean, he's been around for a while. He's had some good stints where he's been a, a strength coach and he's coached uh, in a few different places. So, Manny's going to have to do some stuff. He's going to have to get creative. And I, I like what he did last year in the offseason when he went and, and got Coach Lashley. So, as of right now, you know, I'm going to trust that he's going to do what he's got to do to get the right personnel in. Um some of them coaches that you know that are on the wish list with, with a lot of fans or some people are talking about i think are a little far-fetched um just because of the simple fact that a lot of these coaches they're always coaching the power five and, and money and sec miami doesn't necessarily provide that for them so i i, I don't know if that's going to be we're going to be able to get some of those big fish unless they say hey i'm okay with taking pay cut step down and well, not necessarily a step down, but a pay cut, maybe a step down in a role that I was actually coaching that could be possibly be the case. But um, I'm looking to see what Manny's going to do, especially when it comes to the D.C., which I have questions about. Um, this y'all got a, a D.C., baby. What's yeah, the problem? No, it's still uncertain right now what they need to do because – when you look at what Miami did this season, they beat the teams that they should have beaten and in a, in a few of those close games that were, I'll say, NC State game. That was a close game. I can't remember Pitt. if Miami was or not. Pitt was, a close game. Pitt was a close game. But ultimately, in those games, I know the Pitt game, you know, they played with a backup quarterback and they still gave us some trouble offensively. Um, NC State gave us trouble offensively. Luckily, we were able to pull those wins out, but Overall, defensively, the teams that had a pulse on offense, we struggled with them. Or we either lost the game. Like, that's just plain and simple. So, he's going to have to figure out what he's going to do at D.C. Um, I thought he was going to take over the play calling. I mean, I'm sure during the season he stepped in at times. You can tell when Manny stepped in at times um, because the defense just looked different. But um, I don't know if he's willing to do that. I think, you you know, he's kind of like how you got that, that, that syndrome with Charles Kelly when he was at Florida State. Hey, in this particular situation, you know, Blake, I guess, you know, he's a mentor and they have a decent relationship prior to Miami. So I, I think it's going to be hard for him to part ways according to some of the articles that are out there or whatever. At this point, I don't care what you do as long as he's not a DC. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be in this way, this day and age, as we were talking about earlier, it's going to be a lot different. But you got to do something different there, um, just so that when we play teams that can 
play offense or that are competitive or, you know, that are ranked, we can stop them or at least be able to hold them to a decent amount where we're not getting 5,000 yards ran on us in our home stadium. So um, that's the coaching side of it. I, the player side of it, there's been some uh, returns. We got the safety, Bubba Bolton. He said he's coming back. Um, Brevin Jordan is declared for the NFL. Um, the coach of Perry hitting the transfer portal. So it's a lot of moving in Miami right now and just in general college football. So that's where Miami is. Hopefully, like I said, Manny, you know, he's over the – since last year or when he's there, when things need to be changed – and he's been able to have the power to change them. He's done that. So hopefully um, he continues to do that and, you know, set the boys up for, for a decent spring leading into the fall. Hello. Man, that, that's a lot of that's a lot of report, and the boy better do something next year. <laughs> With all that. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, man. Hey, I, 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 and like I said, I'll give Manny credit. You know, when, when changes needed to be made, he's made them. Hopefully he doesn't stay, you know, get get stuck on this D.C. thing and, and, and make it hard for himself there because I think that's the one thing that's holding us back right now. So we'll see. Well, what's going on in Thugville? I mean, Gainesville. Grow up, bro. That's my bad. I was you gotta grow up, bro. Oh, oh, that's what that is. Right, right. I mean, down in Gainesville, man. Well, up in Gainesville, I suppose where I'm at. Um, you know, couple moving pieces on the coaching staff. Um, Gray and English no longer with the program. Um, so Florida's hired Coach McGriff uh from out of Auburn. Uh, to bring him over, Coach Weston McGriff, to bring him over, help out in the secondary right. area, which is the area where we, hey, which is the area where we definitely need some help at, man. Um, as you can see, it was, I think, a mixed factor of uh, the coverage that were called that was called, as opposed to the technique that was being taught. Um, looking at last year, man, um, it's a rough season defensively overall. Um, you know, a lot of people calling for Grantham. Um, I had a feeling that wasn't going to come. Not at this point. You was calling for him too, wasn't you? Yeah, I want him going too. But I, 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 with me, man, my thing with Grantham was it wasn't necessarily the defensive production. It was the, the play calling, the designs. Like, where are you going? You're going backwards. You know what I mean? It didn't look like last year at all. Last year we were up tight. You know what I mean? In the 2019 season, 2020, all of a sudden we're playing off. And it's a lot of off, man. It's a lot of off and third and eight and you uh playing 10 yards off the ball stuff like that i just didn't get um didn't quite understand so we'll, we'll see uh what comes of that in terms of the play calling and you know hopefully the, maybe the players get a little bit more adapt the younger guys step in and we see if we can go from there um so we'll see what other what other uh coach we bring in we got one spot left it'll be another secondary coach as i believe coach matthews will be taking over the safeties um so that's what we got going on the coaching front and then also, man, to be honest with you, we don't know what Coach Martin gonna do. Um, just a lot of a lot of hearsay out there about his interest with the NFL. So we'll see where that goes. And then on top of that, I believe Coach Brian Johnson had an interview uh for a head coaching position as well. Um, so it could be a lot of movement. Uh he's an OC. Quarterbacks coach and office coordinator. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so that'll be, yeah. I mean, from the uh, offensive coordinator standpoint, um, not necessarily worried about that. But I do know uh, Coach Johnson's been with Mullen for a while and has developed worked with a lot of his quarterbacks in terms of development and getting those guys ready to go. So I don't know what that would do in terms of how that would affect Mullen going forward. Um, yeah, pretty so more on Mullen's plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'd be interesting to see. I mean, you, you'll have Emory. No matter whoever comes in there, you'll have Emory who's been in the system. This will be his fourth year. Um, so, you know, this guy still could be the, still could be the limit um, on that front. And then going on the player end, uh, we have a couple guys that have entered the portal. Um, James Houston and uh, Josiah P- Pierre, um, those two guys. Really? And, yeah. So we got two of them on the way out. Um, we'll see how that lines up, how it plays out. From what I was reading, what I saw, Houston was citing that he just doesn't feel he's a fit for the system. Um, he's more hey, so of a – yeah. Question, did Houston know he wasn't a fit for the system before he said those comments about Oklahoma? Yeah. They've <laughs> been saying that before. What's now, there's been um, like rumbling throughout the season that he just felt he didn't fit. Um, one of okay. the players that said it. But, um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. You think about it, he's more so of your David Reese – let me plug the whole um, type linebacker. Don't put me in coverage. I'll be exposed. And that's kind of what happened to him a little bit this year. Um, so hopefully, you know, we all wish them well going forward and be interesting to see what Mullen's able to pull in um, throughout the portal as we already have a uh, defensive line commit um, from Penn State that will be coming over. Antonio Shelton. Yeah. yeah. So play some, play some for Penn State. I believe three and a half sacks last year uh, coming from a defensive lineman. We could definitely take that on our interior line, um, just that extra push. And with the loss of Slayton and Campbell, I believe, um, you know, we'll need the bodies. Definitely need the bodies. And with his experience, um, he'll definitely be able to come in and plug in right now and should provide, uh, if not start, should provide valuable, valuable minutes. I don't know we'll be trying to rotate and keep bodies fresh um, being in the SEC. Uh, just some news to report, recruiting front. I don't know if people saw this, but I definitely want to report this out. Javante Rucker, who was a commit to Florida, um, great issues. Um, so it was already said that probably wasn't going to be able to get into Florida. Um, don't believe he had a uh, LOI on early signing day, but he has committed to sign with Jackson State. Um, definitely reporting that because the uh, Orange Blossom Classic, first game of the season next year, fam, Jackson State, Miami, Florida, I shall be there. That's gonna that's gonna be definitely definitely go time. That's gonna be live. Yeah. Yeah. Um Dion Dion doing his thing right now in recruiting for Jackson State. Uh he got he got at least a handful of four stars there, I think, right now. So Oh yeah. You know, you get a handful of four stars. Hey, he got four of them at one point that at one point either went to the University of Florida or were committed to the University of Florida. Two last year and then two this year. That's if RJ Henderson still left. Keep it going, Dion. Hey. <laughs> well, speaking of Dion. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Nah, you no, no. <laughs> hey. 
that's the only respect Dion in Florida State. He got a respectable season. I need a little something. What about let my dog let my dog do that man name Florida State, bro? No, let my dog. I mean, with your little your little thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's up? At least six or five or whatever it was if you're going to introduce it, bro. Like, come on. Keep it real. Hey. Let me... The team team with the latest national championship. Speak. Uh, (laughs) Let me me give a... Let me give a run out Real quick, for those of you who don't know, uh, Coach G is the great historian of the clip. Hey, let me let me give a rundown of your 2013 national champion. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, as far as Florida State goes right now, um, they don't. They're, I mean, they're one. Of, they're the only team out of the Big Three that doesn't really have any coaching news right now. Um, all the coaches that were there last year are still there. Are still here right now. Now you know that may change. Obviously, the offseason is just getting started, so you know I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State ends up, you know, having to replace a coach or two, whether it's a coach that's leaving or a coach that's um, retiring, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, there, there's of course there's rumors out there that Odell Hagens was going to retire. There's a rumor that Thompson might be leaving the O line coach at Texas Tech. So, I mean, there's some different rumors, but, I mean, there's just rumors right now. So, as of now, Florida State doesn't have any openings on their coaching staff. Uh, but Florida State has been making a lot of noise and been very active in the transfer portal so far. Uh, they brought in the – probably the best quarterback to go on – well, not probably. The best quarterback to be in the portal so far in Mackenzie Milton out of UCF. Uh, they brought in – the highly touted defensive end from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson. They got a commitment from Kansas wide receiver Andrew Parchment, who had a down year last year, but the year before had about 900 yards receiving and I think seven or eight touchdowns. So he's a pretty good get. Um, they got a defensive back out of um, defensive back out of Arkansas. So they've been really active in the portal this year. Uh, that's something that Florida State really needs. They need players that enjoy playing a game of football and play it a certain way. And I think that's one of the issues that Florida State had this past season. And not just this past season, the last few seasons is the players that are there for the right reason, that are there to play football and that actually love the game. So there's been a lot of roster turnover with Florida State so far. Uh, Janarius Robinson and Joshua Kando have both declared for the NFL draft. Um, you know, for all intents and purposes, seem like great guys and great ambassadors for the program. But with players having an extra year, you kind of have to ask yourself why a player, let's say like Joshua Kando, he finished the season with 13 tackles and zero sacks. Hmm. So... I don't really know what your chances are being drafted with 13 tackles and zero sacks in the entire season. None. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take a but, transfer on that one. Bro. 
But I mean, he decided to enter the um, enter his name into the draft. Um, I mean, measurables six seven two sixty. You know, looks like looks like a all American player. He just looks that good. But you know, we'll see how things work out. Um, I can understand kids not wanting to take advantage of this extra year. You know, sometimes, especially with Kendall, he's had a lot of injury, a lot of injuries throughout his career. So yeah, he could transfer, but you know, he might just transfer somewhere and get injured again. So maybe he's just thinking, let me go ahead and just try to get this get this party started and see what happens. You know, um, Raymond Woody has entered the portal. He's a safety. His father is Raymond Woody, the linebackers coach at. FAU under Willie Taggart. So he's transferring out. Um, Leonard Warner entered his name in the transfer portal, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end. But he actually withdrew his name from the portal, so he'll be returning back to school for another year. I mean, outside of that, it's really, you know, coming off of a, a three and six season, it didn't really look good at majority of the time. This kind of roster and culture flip is something that's definitely needed. So, We'll see how things play out with these transfers that are coming in. They'll, they'll still be more active in the transfer portal. They still have more players they need to take. They need an offensive tackle. They need another defensive end. They they need a couple more players at other positions too, but you know you only have so many spots you can take. So right now we're operating off the assumption of them taking 25 players, and that includes high school and transfer portal. So can't take more than that. A lot of people think you can, well, you know, transfer portal or grant transfers don't count. No, they still count towards that 25. So we'll just kind of see how they allocate the rest of their scholarships. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much what's going on up in Tallahassee right now. Roster flip, roster turnover, players hitting the portal that don't necessarily have a future at Florida State or they don't fit what the coaching staff wants. Transfers coming in. And like I said, we'll see what happens on the coaches front. So. That's all I got for you, baby. Thank, thank you for keeping it real. And what you mean? I agree with what he said. Oh, you didn't agree with nothing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> but, but real quick, man, y'all don't y'all didn't know I was gonna do this, but the good, the bad, and ugly. We're gonna we're gonna group each okay. program. With the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, the we're gonna do three different categories: uh, the decade, so within the you know past ten years, and then the last five years, and then the um okay, you go. the way we ended the way it ended this season. So, in the past ten years, he made this thing sweet, does, boy. Does, <laughs> no, you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest. You gotta be honest. Past ten years, good, bad, ugly. Who who fits in the good? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Who fits in the good? The and now let me just ask you this. So this is taking okay, Nick. So you're raising your hand for the good. No, no, I'm asking you. So this is the entire entire ten years. Like you can't break it up into segments of the ten years. It's just ten years total. Period. Yeah, ten years. Period. Uh, I I'll say good because Florida State won a national championship. 
in 2013. So. Yeah, and that's why he said it. We know that. that's what it is. This is the great setup, yeah. by the great story. Yeah, he, he always trying to set them up, bro. Like, whatever. Whatever. Whatever, bro. Nah, but I mean, it, just, you know, playing your little game. I mean, Florida probably the more game. We in the good. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. So you saying the good past ten years? The past ten years. We we had a a rough stretch in there, but that rough stretch included. Two teams can't be good in the good though. So you saying with Florida State? I'm categorizing. I'm categorizing my team. So, so only one team can go in each category. One yeah. team can go in one category. See, now he want to break it down that way because he want to put. He wanna just, put yeah. <laughs> it's y'all picking. It's y'all picking. Nick already picked. Nick claimed the good, so you could disagree. You could disagree and say, "Nah, y'all ain't good. We can, we the good." Are you you disagreeing? I mean, yeah. obviously, I can't disagree with Nick. Because yeah. yeah, if you go off the last ten years, Florida State has to be the one in the grid, just based on yeah. that. Like, I mean, yeah, y'all got to chill. That's, that's real, not even arguing that. Prior to Jimbo leaving in his last year, then we I the mean, bad and you want the ugly. I mean, if that's it's just yeah. that's like, it's a one-two three. All right. All right. So the last five years, Ooh, Florida State. No, we, we, now, obviously, the ugly. We did good. The last five years? Yeah. The Florida State's definitely not that good. Or, or the bad. Set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, so I guess in the last five years, then, it would be what? Florida's good. good. Miami yeah. bad. Florida State yeah. ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And and how we ended this season? The good. The oh, bad. Florida <laughs> <laughs> the good. Florida the good, Miami the good. Well, y'all are looking ugly. What are you talking about? Y'all are looking ugly. We ain't even play. We good. <laughs> we, we, we didn't even play. We good. No, no, no. We're going to say the way we ended because then I won't put Florida State in the ugly category twice. That's why you want, that's why you want to do that. Last season, definitely was the ugly. Ugly. You talking about end? Yeah. Yeah, you talking about yeah, that's in the past. That's in the last. That's in the past five years. Last no. season is in the past no. five years, bro. The way last this season, in the last, season, last, season. The last every year, every year, five years, we've been ugly. I would say that. Yes, this year uh, it, it ugly. Same thing. You can't. You can't. Yeah. No, I yeah. said the the end the year. Nah. Well, we good. Right. <laughs> not, not, not that we're a good team. We just no. good. We good. You know how no. you be like, we good. No, no because y'all ain't playing. Y'all feel sorry. You y'all ain't playing. Nobody still talking about y'all. Not saying nothing positive about y'all. So how y'all the good? It still don't matter. Y'all trash, bro. It's over for the next two, three years. No, I mean if you talk about the end of the season, obviously Florida's still gonna be the good because they played in the SEC championship game and they played in. Um, <laughs> What, what bowl game were they in? I can't remember the name of the bowl game. We don't. The Cotton. A Cotton Bowl, okay. They, they were out there picking Cotton. <laughs> so even, I mean, even though, even though they lost, they played in the Cotton Bowl. Then you have, you have Miami. <laughs> you have Miami that played in the 
um, played in the Orange Bowl, so I guess that would be the bad because no, because Miami didn't play in the Orange Bowl. That's why they played in the Cheez It Bowl. So I was wrong. Yeah, Cheez Its are good. Miami was bad, you know, but we know who was ugly. So yeah, Florida State declined the bowl game. They got invited to the national championship. And speaking of the national championship, man, uh, you got some grumblings going on because Ohio State is wanting to postpone it because of they got a whole position group out with COVID right now. Um, then you had Nick Saban's daughter come tweet that they were just using that as an excuse for Justin Fields to why is she talking? Get ready to heal. I don't know. Like, why, don't, I don't know what she's doing. She hasn't learned. You haven't learned from this is 2020, 21. The the years of humility. Like, don't say nothing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, you your dad's the your dad's the head coach. Like, I mean, you're not I don't see a point to say anything. Like, I'm sure I'm sure she got a call from her father and he said, yeah. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. But I can't say like what she said is far fetched. I mean, look, my thoughts on it are: I want if I'm watching a national championship game, I want to see both teams at full strength or as close to full strength as possible. Like I, like just in general, I don't want to see, I don't want to see. Okay, well, it's Alabama versus Ohio State. Ohio State has 55 players available because it got 30 players that are out with COVID. I don't want to watch that national championship. I don't want to see that. I I agree, and I'm and when I say this, I don't necessarily mean that you know they should play. But at the end of the day, yes, we want to see both of those teams at full strength. Um, yeah, but this season, bro, has been predicated on just basically adapting. Yeah, Ohio State has yet to really endure the way the most, not even most, let's just say the way Alabama has had to endure because that's who they're playing. Right. So now, although the comments shouldn't have been made, based on what previous behavior has shown by them, the Big Ten, it can't be far-fetched. That they buying time to see what what's going on with Justin, possibly to see if he can heal up. Because when you say a whole position group, what what position group is it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which one. There were um because I haven't heard. I that yet. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it was a whole position group. Like, Kickers. like I need that. Come on, like I need something like oh, a whole position. Right. Group. Okay, that's generic as hell. A whole position group like who? Because right. I'm pretty sure at your yeah. school you got enough depth. Yeah, you, and you play you play games. When it comes to the COVID, you you can't. What's the name? I mean, okay, we give Ohio State another week. Next thing you know, Bama got five players. Just so happens it's only five, but it's five key players that got COVID. So we're not gonna play the game then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that that's my thing. Um, like, I think if you do. If, if they do have issues with COVID, obviously you have to postpone it to keep everybody else safe. But 
by postponing it, you run the risk of more guys catching COVID or Bama might have an outbreak yeah. or something like that. You just re- you just run the risk of everybody doing the same thing over and over again. Nah, so, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody got no pity for y'all. Line that thing up, baby. And right. It and worked for LSU. It worked for LSU, and that's what's been the practice this whole season. Yes, you might miss a game two here, there, whatever. Cool, get it. But y'all already got six games, only got six games under y'all belt. Like, yeah, in all honesty, you, you was late to the party, and then you've been resting. Like, at the end of the day, if y'all have COVID issues, bro, like, especially leading to a national championship game, like, y'all need to work on some stuff internally. Guys, to be more careful. <laughs> Y'all need to work on something internally. Figure it out. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, fellas. So yeah. gonna... we done with balling, man. We 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 done balled out. Hey, real quick, man. I'm, I'm a, um I want to um congratulate um a homie Christina Cooper, man. Shout out, man. She um support the show. Always on. She's always plugging us up. Yeah. So she uh, she launched her website um today. Well, yesterday. Shout out to you, cuz. Love you. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations on time for the homie. homie. Trying to find her website real quick. But yeah, man, she she'll probably be joining us in the future. You know, just kind of like chopping it up with us and, uh, you know, probably just, you know, give us a different, um, bring us a different audience, you know, some more, um, some more people, some more listeners. Uh, so if you get a chance, man, go on our website, um, beautyrefresh.com, the beautyrefresh.com. And if, um, like you said before, if y'all have any questions for her, you know, go ahead and um, go ahead and hit us up. You can hit us up on social media. You can hit me up on my Twitter, which is at N, N for Nicholas, and then Austin as in Austin, Texas, and Holiday, and that's Holiday with two L's. So you can hit me up at, at N Austin Holiday on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, yeah, you can also on Facebook, um, CTN presents the Ball and Life podcast on Instagram, ball underscore N underscore life. Double two E. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so I got hit, a question hit us up with your questions. Hit us up with your questions. I got a question for y'all, man. Pertaining to life. Um, it's really for the for the young cats, man. You know, I yeah, I'm a high school coach, so I deal with guys all the time, man. And guys who go off to college and come back, and a lot of them change. A lot of them don't change. A lot of them doing well, and I would say very look. I, I, I rarely have any guy come back that's just not doing nothing with their life. Everybody pretty much doing something positive, doing big things. 
But um, as you was growing up, man, when did it hit you that what age were you? It hit you where you were like, man, I need to start taking life serious. It's, it's time to tighten up. It's time for me to be a man and take care of myself. Man, I take this one first. Uh, be honest, man. When it first hit me, when uh, when I first saw my son head crown, uh, when I saw that for the first time, uh, life kind of got real at that moment, and it's kind of unfortunate time because you know I was just finishing school and all that, so you know a lot of the planning, the most important time had passed, the quote unquote most important time had passed, so to speak. But um, for me, man, it hit me right there at that point in time, man. And uh, that that was that was the the, the eye opening experience. Not even necessarily so much the first time that my lady was pregnant. When I saw that head crown, uh, I looked at her and hit her with the, no. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like no, nah, like it's, it's real. But uh, you know, at that point, it kind of clicked. You know what I mean? For me, um, still trying to figure this thing out. You know what I'm saying? Trying to running about and trying to find resources, find information to help me with this thing, man. But you know, still trying to figure this thing out. But yeah, it was around that time and shit, I was twenty five when I had my son. What kind of what kind of emotions were you like you feeling during that time? I mean, you know, it got real, I mean, like- I mean to be real, bro, like I was playing through life up until that point. You know what I mean? Uh me and G talk about it, we used to talk about it all the time, man. We I was in school six and a half years, bro. I ain't party like that to be in school six and a half years. I was like, that bitch is chilling. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So everything was kind of just like last day school. You know what I mean? Moving how you moving. You know what I mean? Doing what you're doing and you know, it is what it is. It, it, it'll click. I was waiting for that moment for it just to click. And that moment when it clicked, it was like, you know, all right, gotta make sure he eat. Gotta make sure she eat. You know what I mean? Even though the, sh- the part of her eating came in when she got pregnant, but you know, just, just, at that point, trying to, trying to create a checklist in my head of things I got to make sure I knock out, you know what I mean, to make sure that he's going to be straight. You know what I mean? So at that point, it was just a, a world of emotion, you know what I'm saying? Like, financially, I weren't really tripping because I know we had some stuff set up because of the position that we were in in terms of our finances. Um, so uh, that wasn't a stress. But... It was just everything kind of just clicked in. It was just a world of emotions and something just that, that click, I guess, I was waiting on. You know, it's time. And, and that was it. Right. Yeah. Man, I think my quick my, my answer is kind of twofold, man. I, I I don't know, and I don't know if it could happen where you can have a uh, an aha moment as an adult. I'm pretty sure you can, obviously, but I haven't obviously, you know. I'm not a father yet, so I don't know what that feeling is like or whatever. But I would say for me, just the generation and when we were raised and how we were raised, I think I kind of knew pretty early that I had to do more, a lot more than just, I guess, the the quote unquote, you know, status quo and stuff like that. Um because I had a lot of responsibility early, you know what I mean? Like, we grew up a lot of the times around, you know, just playing sports and so on and so forth. But the responsibility of, you know, um, being accountable, chores and all that stuff, like, all that stuff was put on me early. You know what I mean? Six, seven years old, 
um, being raised by, you know, at grandma house, uncles, aunts and all of that. Um, so I knew, you know, things were a little different with me, um, especially in school, because school came a little bit easier for me than it did, you know, or than anticipated, I guess, you know, than my siblings or whatever. So the expectation was for me to do a little bit more. So I think that was kind of, you know, early on and maybe middle school, kind of the end of elementary where, hey, you know, you got to do a little bit more, you know, you got a little something where you can be or, or, or go off and, and see a little bit more and so on and so forth. So I think that was early for me. Um, and then I realized, obviously, after college, hey, it's real out here. It's real out here. This, 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 is, this, is, this is the real world, you know what I mean? Um, this is what, you know, people have been talking about. They tell you about it. You don't really realize you take it for granted. But I think once I finish school, you know, I had worked so hard for this degree. I'm like, okay, cool. It's going to be cold, smooth sailing. I got my degree. I got the paper flashy. I can start moving up. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> that was just the beginning of it. You know what I mean? So I think those were kind of like the, the moments for me. Okay. Um, I mean, for, for me, it's, it's kind of weird to try to explain it, but it's kind of like, I guess, the ebbs and flows of life naturally. Um, I feel like I feel like there's continuous moments that come around where it reminds me again, like, okay, you need to step it back up again. Be a man. Then there's times where then there's times where it's just kind of like you just get into I just get into a routine and I'm just chilling, going on about my life, and then something come along where like boom, time to be a man again. Like oh shoot, okay, I had to get back on it, man. So I think that's what it's been for me. Um, for me coming out of college, I would say for me coming out of college and you know on the job search. It, it, it still just kind of felt like, yeah, you know, I'm, I graduated from college. I got a degree. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be making a bunch of money soon. That ain't a big deal. Obviously, it didn't happen that way. <laughs> that, <laughs> it didn't happen that way at all. Um, but once I started, you know, kind of. Areas, man. You, you rich in other areas, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely, man. Rich in, rich in family, man. Because I'm not rich in money. I can tell you that. Um, but I think for me you know obviously I say you know my son being born was one of those moments where I was like okay I need to kind of get on it and make it happen Um, I had a a good conversation today at at work that it's kind of like an eye opener for me like okay I need to make some things happen so I would you know I would consider my you know my son he's 14 months now, you know, when he was born. And I just had a moment today, which was kind of like, okay, you've been chilling. Now it's time to get on it. And I, I mean, I kind of put all those into that same category. Like, okay, today was like, okay, Nick, it's time to time to be a man. Do your thing. You know what you got to do. So it's, I mean, it's continuous for me, continuous improvement. It keeps coming. I'm pretty sure I'm having this conversation with y'all right now. And a year or two from now, I'll be like, I just had I had another moment where it kind of opened my eyes again, and I said, "It's time to get on it and make it happen again." So that's 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 what I got for that right now. 
Yeah, man. Uh, for me, man, it, it's probably two moments. Um, one was in college when I hit that that one point six GPA, Oof. and uh, they would talk about but kick your boy out of school. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. But I can't go home, but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, that at that moment kinda like I had tightened up in school. Uh, like Keenan said, man, we were just bro, we were just chilling, chilling, chilling hard, <laughs> chilling real hard. Like 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 that was it. Like, oh shoot, this the life right here. <laughs> Big chilling, fool. So Y'all were chilling. So it was but um it's that moment and then like um like Keenan and Nick said man Darrell you about to experience it is when man when your first child is born it's kind of like psh, I gotta get on the ball and yeah, yeah. It's a constant reminder every day. It's a constant reminder every day. So for the young for the young guns out there listening, if you're listening, um my word of advice be don't don't get content, man. Don't get content. Better yourself, man. And bro, I, I got some young cats, man. Man, I didn't coach since I started coaching these cats since they what fifth grade, and now they got they got more kids than me right now, <laughs> <laughs> and family. But they doing it, man. They making it happen, and um, so I kind of just were, you know, they still they they young, like they they ain't even twenty five yet. Yeah, and you know. A lot of our moments that we just shared, we were we were older than at twenty five. Oh, twenty five, yeah. You know, we were just hitting it, and they they're younger than, you know, they're under the age of twenty five, and they they getting it done. So just kind of motivation for them, man. Just to keep grinding. Um, just one one more thing I want to add on for anybody that's listening, and for all of us, man, is one thing I have to remind myself is. Don't ever compare your journey to somebody else's. Yeah. You know, just because let's say, you know, let's say you're 40 and you're looking at somebody that's 23 and you're saying, well, they're doing it big at 23. That's their journey. That's not your journey. So who's to say if you if you keep grinding, your, your journey might be 43 for you to hit it big. Just because they hit it big at 23 doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make you less of a person, less of a man, less of a woman. That's any of that, you know, your journey is your own and what's meant to happen for you will happen. Stay locked not- in. Just stay locked in and keep grinding. It's the main Absolutely. thing. Man, I, I want to add to that, man. I, I think that was a great point um, because we get caught up with a lot of, honestly, what, what's going on in society. You know what I mean? And like you said, for the people that are listening, even for us, the one thing that has helped us is us. You know what I'm saying? Like our our friendship, our brotherhood over the years where 
hey, okay, if you see that and, you know, you're, you know, with a particular group of people, guys mainly or girls, however you want to call it, whether it could be co-ed or whatever, like y'all motivate each other, y'all help each other. And we do that. We guide each other. We try to put things together. And it's always, and it may not always come together, but the idea of talking and communicating to elevate each other so that we can always be growing and not necessarily compare, but help and compete in a healthy way. Because at the end of the day, the one thing that I wish someone would have imparted on me and I try to impart on my nephew or the people that I talk to that are younger than me now, honestly, is you have to be able to compete in a healthy way. Not necessarily compete, and as you said, Nick, and compare and say, oh, I'm at this stage in my life, or I'm this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, what they don't give you or what they fail to tell you is at the whether you go after high school, you go to college, or whatever your journey is, you're going to be competing naturally. It's a competition in this world. You're competing, whether you're competing against another student, whether you're competing against another athlete, whether you're competing against another business. So you have to have that a, a fighting spirit, a competing spirit, not in a negative way or a jealous way, but you have to be on, on a level where you understand, hey, man, it's a competition out here. I need to be able to separate myself and, and distinguish myself so that I can get these opportunities, whether I'm in a career or a business, so on and so forth. Definitely. Definitely. 100% agree. Well, man, we got about five minutes left, so let's um let's end it with the segment, our last segment. Uh, what's on your playlist, man? What what we listening what's to this week? What's on your playlist? What we listening to? <sighs> I went back today, man. I ain't no, I didn't go. Say, I, I did go back. I didn't go back too far, um, but I was doing cleaning around the house, man. You know. Um, and a few songs came up and it took me back to, you know, Gold Rush the first time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little money in that thing. I was like, okay. So that was, that was, you know, I, I had a mix of stuff going on this week, but, uh, that's, that's what stuck out to the kid. Cause you know, we. We did our thing up there, man. You know? <laughs> money man. Money man. Uh, let me see. For, for me, on the playlist, I've been listening to a couple of podcasts, but as far as music goes, um, been listening to a little bit of Nappy Roots, man. Watermelon, chicken, and grits. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Really? Been listening to a little bit of the Nappy Roots, man. So. That's been good. And also a little bit of um, Mystical Man, Tarantula. That album is fire. He's so true to it, too, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So that, you know, along, along with some of the, you know, the other stuff, I always got kind of in rotation, Outcast, Ross, that kind of stuff. But, you know, just, you know, a little nappy roots, a little Mystical Man while I'm at the gym. Hey. Yeah, man. So I've been... I've been slowing it down. I'm still on my own, my Raheem Devon. I gotta get on that man, that new album. And um, man, I just like I was just scrolling through my playlist, and I just ran across um, Silk. 
Still got some bangers. I was just like. Cause I beat Man, thank you. I lose control. Oh, yeah. Man. Outside of the gator. <laughs> Boy. Hey, that's so good. Hey. Well, they have you ready. Like, <laughs> oh. I'm about to put it. I'm about to make a note. I'm about to make a note of that right now. Yeah, y'all don't y'all don't forget about Silk Man, one of one of one of the greatest penny dropper groups of all time. Of all time, one of them. Hey, what? They right up there with Jodeci. I mean, you got you got a little H Town thrown in there. It really Jodeci and Silk that hold it down. Like you want to talk about the goats? Yeah, yeah. I can't really think of. Anybody else? Jagged Edge, but Jagged Edge was more kind. They was, yeah, um, you know, more hip hop. Yeah, yeah, they were more like hip hop and getting married yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't trying to get married. We trying to, uh-huh. <laughs> we trying to not, not. <laughs> every freaking every freaking night, I want to end. That's it. <laughs> so man but yeah man came out what you listening to oh uh, you know shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know little R. Kelly you know that one I did nah man Oh, the commission had to take care of some business. So, man, uh, hey, man, we gonna we gonna wrap it up for the night. It was um, it was fun talking to y'all, boy. Hey, before before we end, real quick, um, want to let anybody know that's tuning in. We the last few episodes or so may have had some technical difficulties with audio and things being out of place and people talking over people. So we're trying to get that fixed right now. So. Hopefully this podcast going forward will be a lot better audio for you to tune into. So, you know, bear with us and, you know, we accept all criticism, positive feedback, you know, whatever criticism it is. But if the audio is your issue, it's something that we're working on. So it should be better going forward. So That's it, fellas. Um, oh, we, hold on. Before we end, Kamish, what you got in your playlist? And let's wrap it up. Playlist. Oh, playlist, man. I ain't really uh, been bumping too much in nothing, man. I've been sitting still and I ain't been doing too much moving. Uh, but uh, definitely a uh, heavy bird this week um, when I did listen. It was just bird, man, power book, too. That's that's really where I've been at. There so, it is. Bird for president, baby. Let's get it. Yes, sir. That's it. This is the CTN Presents. The Ball in Life podcast, and I'm your boy, Coach G. Yo, D Rail, D Bell. Boy, Nick Pony. Hey, man, it is your boy, K Moss. <laughs> and we are out of this thing. Yeah. Big nuts and all. <laughs> <laughs> you got to grow up. Holla. <laughs>